Five Drive. Catch up. So I'm with my friend Danny, Mermaid Danny, the Noel Vensel in Cape Town. We met on an island about six months ago and very quickly I came to learn about her passion for sustainability and conservation. She's someone who has a background academically in this but very much lives her life in this way every day. We are on the beach, you can hear it now. We've just done a beach cleanup with Wavescape. We went free diving this morning and I'm here to learn a little bit more about how Danny's chosen to live her life. So all of that that you have now, dude, that's super different to the world you grew up in, right? Oh, 100% back. I mean, I grew up, I'm a Plas Macy from Northwest, grew up in Poch, and I was very lucky and blessed to grow up around nature. We had a game farm and to just from a young age have that rootedness in the natural world, that curiosity for the environment. But to be here in Cape Town now with the mountain, the ocean, it's just such a different world. So you're somebody who has both a passion and like a bit of an academic background for conservation and biology and like a more intimate understanding of the natural world. So like, what exactly did you study? What, what kind of background do you have? Mm, yes, yeah, so I have a background in marine biology. I studied three years at the University of Cape Town to get my bachelor's degree. And after that, I did my honors surprisingly in phytoplankton and the different communities around a beach in Musenberg, where I live now. So when we went diving this morning, talk to me a little bit about that. I know the visibility or the viz, as you guys say, wasn't as great as we were hoping, but where were we? What sort of stuff could we have seen? I mean, what, what were we, we were free diving, like maybe for someone who's never heard about any of that, like where we were, what we were doing, just talk me through it. Mm, yeah, so we went to one of my absolute favorite beaches in Cape Town called Windmill Beach, and we were free diving. So for everybody who has never heard about free diving, it's basically snorkeling a little bit on steroids where you wear a weight belt and just to counteract that buoyancy of your wetsuit. So you dive down and when you dive down, we go into something called the kelp forest, which is a magical African sea forest under the water with long stipes reaching up. So the species we have here can get about 15, 16 meters tall, which is really, really high. And it forms this canopy where fish come for shelter, small shy sharks, octopus, nautilus and even big animals like seals and sunfish so you never really know what to expect on a single day you just know each encounter is going to be magical from that moment you first dive down you see the light just dappling through the kelp blades and you just an alien world you're a visitor but it's that sense of home that you feel whenever you go to a new place and just oh it was just incredible i mean as you said conditions were not the best we were lucky if we could see 30 centimeters above our face, but amazing nonetheless. I came out, I feel refreshed. It was so much fun. It was feeling like a kid again, playing in big four by four waves, crashing over our heads. And that's just that sense of like surrender and just being and being free. What do you say? Because you're talking about it like it feeling like home, but it's, you know, you, you're very aware you're in someone else's space. And I think a lot of that is like a philosophy you've developed with time, but there's a lot of people live in the free states, you know, grew up in areas like where you did or live in Khateng. The ocean, it can be quite intimidating, right? I remember the first time we dived, I posted the seals on my Instagram and so many people dared me and they were like, weren't you terrified of sharks and all that kind of, and I know, because I know you work in this space as well. Um, and most people that I meet that are super into the ocean have a lot to say about trying to change mindsets when it comes to, maybe we can start there. Like, you know, what did you say to someone who says to you, aren't you terrified? Of sharks. I mean, when we were driving into False Bay, now every second mm. shop has got some picture of a great white on it, and we're 
taught and told that that's like a dangerous thing that we should stay away from and how, how do you think differently? Yeah, very interesting that you do say that. I do work for the Save Our Seas Foundation Shark Education Center. So a lot of the work we do is based on taking children from underprivileged, under-resourced communities. I was going to say that again. I'm not allowed to say yes. underprivileged. Under-resourced. Say whatever you want. <laughs> so, I am, so I do work for the Save Our Seas Foundation Shark Education Center. And through it, I have the opportunity to connect with learners from under-resourced communities and just changing that whole perspective about the ocean and sharks being terrified and scary. I mean, I cannot say that people shouldn't be afraid of sharks because we are taught from a very young age to fear the unknown. And sharks, the ocean, it is very much a big unknown. I think the first time I was in the ocean, when I went diving in Cape Town even, I was quite scared. That was a long time ago for me, but that fear was initially there. So it's wrong to just go to people and say, you shouldn't be scared, because that is the worst possible thing that you can do for somebody that's scared. So it's just all about changing mindsets, having them first establish a connection to the ocean, then learning more about it. So the more you learn about something, the more you're going to care about something. And the more you care, that's when you want to protect it at the end of the day. You're not going to protect something that you don't love i think that's true about sustainability too and just like trying to adopt a different way of life like i and the big reason why i was super keen to connect with you on the show because we're friends and we have a relationship outside of this world but i know about you that like i think it comes from a very personal place but you you do a lot of stuff to try and live your life differently and i think for a lot of people on the outside looking in it's kind of like well I wouldn't even know where to start. You know, you, you're so in it now that to you it's probably like second nature, but you didn't come from that kind of an, a, you know, a beginning in life. So there will be a lot of people who will hear our conversation and they'll go like, I've, I've got no clue. Like, I don't know. Sustainability to me, it's like a philosophical term. I don't know what it means. And so I thought just for you, maybe like, what does it mean to you? And how, how does your life revolve around that idea? As you said, I think, People, we all have the ability that we can care and we want to care. Growing up, I got taught that if you litter, like, you're more sure. Like, no, don't do that. So we do get taught these fundamentals as kids. But as we get older, as we get caught up in work, time becomes a lot of, like, a big issue. And we get pressured into just focusing on go, go, going and do, do, doing. That we forgot to really slow down and live and connect with the world around us. Through that... Yes, sustainability, there is a big stigma around it where we have to never use plastic again and be this perfect epitome of sustainable living, living in a shack in the woods. But that's not the case. It's a habit. Sustainable living is a lifestyle. As people start to incorporate things like mind mindfulness into their everyday routine, learning to breathe and journal, I really think it's important that sustainability should also follow the same course. Instead of taking plastic bags just taking a reusable bag we went to grab smoothies this morning and we grabbed them in reusable cups that you just always carry with you it's not going to say it's easy it takes intentionality and i think that's a beautiful part of it change is not going to happen comfortably it takes a little bit of stepping into the uncomfortable pushing through creating new habits until it becomes second nature to you you've got to ask what is more important is it important to just live in the moment and be and go throughout your life or are you actually knowing and paying attention that the small little things that you are doing in life 
Are you aware to have a greater impact? You threw a paper on the ground, it's not going to stay there. It's going to topple down, end up in the river, it's going to end up in the ocean. It's that whole sense of connectedness that we have just lost. So how do people start to buy into that community? Like, do you go online and you follow creators? Do you, you know, internet's an overwhelming place, right? It's filled with information. There's so many debates. There's people who are, like, coming and approaching sustainability from a, a thousand different ways. If someone hears this and they go, okay, cool, that, that's, it sounds inspiring. I want to I dip my toes in the water. Like, what, what do they do? I, I'm a little bit biased. I'm very much a social media human. So I love using social media as a platform to kind of just advocate about our ocean and awareness. In a world where content is so overloading, I mean, there's about 8 billion people on this planet. Recent stats estimate about 3 billion of those to be active social media users. It's a lot. There's content coming everywhere from different places about different topics. So to just be intentional about the social media that you are seeing in the world, if you want to learn more, go more, Follow the content creators and the people you know, the NGOs that you really love to just get exposure. Yeah, so kind follow of social follow social media, follow creators, NGOs, people you really resonate with and the information that you want to show up in your feed. Not the sad news, but the, the positive news around the ocean. And then I'm also a firm believer in community. Community for me is what really helped me establish a connection to the ocean. Growing up, I never felt a sense of belonging in the bush well I'm saying in the bush but I grew up in, in town in Potch but when I moved down to Cape Town and I saw my first starfish in the rock pools surrounded with other marine biology students I kind of knew right there and then that this is it this is my people it's my tribe and I didn't start off knowing everything about sustainable living what to do what not to do but it was a learning process I learned with friends that also wanted to learn at that stage and that's in the community really helped me. So if you can go out there, ask people, ask around, ask advice, DM people on social media, attend webinars, go to beach cleanups, river cleanups if you don't have a beach surrounding you. There's just so much that you can do in this world. And it's amazing seeing how more and more people have that thirst for knowledge and for, for caring about our environment. Amazing, dude. That's perfect. Right. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.city.